0: Rating 25 years of Jaguars football.
1: Marquis Lee took the toss from Portals, and then he threw a pass back to his
0: quarterback for the touchdown. It is Wednesday, October 9th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by the Fields Auto Group. And now, a guy just voted offensive host of the week, jp shadrick
1: it's not my first award in that department thank you welcome in jaguars happy hour presented by the fields auto group on week six wednesday the jags and the saints coming up sunday at TIAA bank field jp shadrick with john osier jaguars.com senior writer you have heard of him i'm here
2: welcome in (laughs) yeah what's uh, up it's uh Week six, it's, it's an interesting week for this team, I think, it, uh, at two and three. It's fascinating to me to see how this team feels about itself. I still think it's the main storyline this week, uh, along with all the uh, periphery stuff, the big periphery stuff of Gardner Minshew, mm-hmm. and the sidebar of Jalen Ramsey continue. And uh, they need this one this week. It's a big one.
1: Here's what we're getting to on the program today. We've got a show for you. Saints-Jaguars preview. We'll go through... The big storylines of the day, week six in the AFC South, we'll touch on all the other teams and where the Jaguars stand in the division. Players to watch, we'll pick our players to kind of really focus on this week. The uniform unveiling, Jimmy Luck scheduled to join us, head equipment manager, he'll unveil what the Jaguars will wear Sunday on homecoming weekend. And as always, our co-host, Chris Conley, wide receiver, his guest today, DJ Chark Jr., who is among the best in the National Football League at this point in time, and hopefully as the season goes on. We've got uh, quite a show ahead, yes. Yes, we do. Um, let's, start. let's start with a sidebar, because mm-hmm. that's going to be the national story. Is Jalen yeah. Ramsey back on the practice field today in a limited role, first time practicing in a couple of weeks for this Jaguars team? Who knows what the rest of the week holds, right. but... He was out there for some individual stuff today.
2: Yeah, and you know, time will tell if it's uh, if it's a practice limited DNP DNP don't play. If it's a practice limited practice limited on 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 Thursday, it could. I don't think him practicing is necessarily a harbinger of anything at this point. I think it's uh, we'll see and. I think at this point, there's been so much drama with this story, so much stuff going around Mm -hmm. that we won't know until we know. And I wish on a Wednesday, people tuning in to to Jaguars drive or uh, Jaguars happy are wanting some hard information. I don't think anybody has it right now because it's going to be up to Jalen's back first and then Jalen, what is going on there beyond the back. uh, I don't know that we know either. and that's weird but that's where we are
1: and we haven't heard from jalen he was not in the locker room today during the open media time at least that i saw and in the past when he's spoken it's been on thursdays mm-hmm. we'll see if that uh, gets back on track this week he didn't speak last week to the media to. either so supposed to um but it's that's the way we do you would find out yep. or get an idea of what he says at least would be if it comes from the horse's mouth so uh he hasn't spoken yet yeah
2: and again i I wish for people listening that we had more definitive to say, uh, but that's where we're at in this story right now.
1: Let's move along to the Jaguars' offense. And, you know, last week the, the running game had a long run and then worked its way into a, a, a decent day at the office. Of course, Gardner Minshew's been fantastic. But it, you know, there's a lot of this offense right now that are among the highs in the league in their categories, including Gardner Minshew II, the second, Jaguars quarterback is 6th in the league in rating so far. That's 3rd in the AFC. DJ Chark Jr., 5th in the league in yardage receiving. 1st in the AFC. Tied for the 2nd most touchdowns. You see Leonard Fournette, what he's done so far. He's still right there near the top in the NFL. And the team totals. You know, Usually this is the, the rankings you'll see in the team on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Top 10 looks and rushing and, and all that stuff. Well, this is the offense. I mean, they are... They're moving the ball. There's six in the league in total offense.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's uh, very similar numbers, honestly, to what they put up in 2017. But it feels so much different, this offense. I mean, uh, that offense last I mean, that offense in 2017 was an explosive, might have 450 and then 200. And it was a good offense at times, a bad offense at others. The intriguing thing about this one is, is a couple of things. You keep feeling each week you get more and more confident that what you're seeing is real, and and, and uh, not only real but sustainable. That it's something that you keep waiting for Gardner Minshew to show rookie stuff. Well, all of a sudden, after four or five weeks, you're like, well, maybe this is what this kid is. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark, who will be here, um, you know, is is rapidly becoming a true number one in the sense of. I think defenses now have to say during Wednesday and Thursday game planning, we are going to take this this guy away or else he's going to beat us. And that's the mark of a true one where you have to account for a guy and therefore give up other things defensively. That's where they help you. So it's real. Um, Now can it start being an offense that wins shootouts and that, uh, instead of losing 34-27 last week come up with that 37-34 you know that's what the elite teams do boy is this thing gearing toward that in a hurry let's hope it keeps it up
1: yeah if they could do a little more of that early in games too and, and sure. get a lead. And that defense has a hand in that too obviously to to have early leads but they haven't played with a lead really in a while around no, on
2: offense they and you know, we're uh, jumping ahead to the defense a little bit, but to me that's a huge reason why it feels like the defense is not playing well at all in any capacity right now. That's not necessarily true. They've only really played with a lead one time this year, and that was against Tennessee. And how many sacks they have in that game? Nine. So I don't think it's quite fair yet to say that this team's not rushing the passer like it did in the past. No matter what's happening, you have to have leads and have to be in passing situations to rush the quarterback. The one time they had a chance, they dominated the game. So you you, you do get the idea. If this team can get a lead, which is really how it's always played best defensively, no doubt. Um, then it, it can get back to where it's a sack type of game, uh, a Saxonville type of game. But right now you've got a question Can they play run defense well enough to get there? Uh, That's their task this week. Let's take a look at the
1: defensive rankings for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they are not what you're accustomed to the last couple of years around here through five weeks. 24th in the league in total defense, 25th in rushing defense, last in the league in rush yards per play. That's the one that really kills you. Third down percentage. They haven't been great in that situation either. So, this is far from what we're used to around here. And I think we talked about it on Monday's Jaguars happy hour with Prisco and Bacelli. This is not an elite group right now in terms of comparing them to other defenses in the league. They have good, strong players. There's a belief mm-hmm. on that side of the locker room that they can get back to doing things the way they used to do it. But it hasn't shown in the statistics yet. It's
2: not. I think it's it's going to wind up being a better defense than what these numbers show. You're still in week five of this thing. And remember, they've had two really good games. Yeah. They had what I consider sort of a meh game against Denver. People consider that a, a wheels-off game. Remember, against Denver, they had an awful first half and gave 110 yards in the second half. Had a bad series late in that game. But the defense played very well during that comeback, helped them get back in it, and were smothering for a while. That's so right. let's – I'd call that a tie in terms of the defensive game. There are two awful games. There have been two players on the other side of the ball who might wind up finishing 1-2 in MVP this year. That's a Mahomes good point. McCaffrey. There's no doubt. So there are, there are two really bad games. They were playing against guys who I would make the argument that if you have just an okay game against either of those guys, they can turn that into an awful game. So it may be a case where over the next few weeks it trends back and we see, okay, this is not the 2017-2018 defense, but it's a middle-of-the-pack okay defense. My sense is with the personnel without Jalen, if if Jalen doesn't play Mm – I get the idea that somewhere between 12 and 18 in the league is about where this defense can get to, because you're going to give up stuff in the back without Jalen. But with this offense, for the first time in forever, with this offense, 12 to 18, fine and okay for this defense might be enough to get this team win, which was completely what we didn't think in September. You'd have thought, if this defense has bad games, they're losing. Not anymore, and that's why there's hope around this team right now.
1: We've heard about the, the run defense all week, obviously, or lack thereof last week against Christian McCaffrey, and run fits, or lack thereof, and, and guys running free and overrunning plays and chasing things here. So there's been a lot of focus this week, at least so far today, on the linebacker position mm-hmm. being a part of that, the main part of that. It starts up front, obviously. Every level has guys that have to fill gaps and do their thing. But the, the linebackers are the ones that are really the first line to do that.
2: Yeah, it it starts there. when a defensive lineman misses a gap, which happened on the eighty four yard or Calais missed his, when that happens, it's supposed to turn into a five yard gain and you're disappointed and you're staring at second and five and bad down and distance, but you can mm-hmm. get out of it. When a linebacker misses it, as much as he as much heat as the linebackers have taken deservedly so when a linebacker misses a gap, it's supposed to turn into, into a 15-yard play and you live to fight another day. A mammoth issue on the breakout has been that the safeties were missing them too. Well, when all three miss and you get into the secondary and the safety's out of a gap, then what you have is just a straight line to the end zone, which is what McCaffrey had yeah. on the one play, which was really the that and the 59-yarder by the backup were the two disaster plays. Well, the linebackers at his position is supposed to be able to have a bad gap without it turning into 185 yards rushing. So there's a little bit of that too. The good news with gap errors is historically they are very fixable in that instead of linebacker jumping into gap five when he's supposed to be in gap four, you stay in gap four and you trust that your teammate's going to be in gap five. Um, So that's going to be our theme all week. We're talking about it. It's the truth. But the defense, it's great to talk about it, but they still have to go into next Sunday against New Orleans and play with the idea that they're trusting their teammates and that they are doing, as long as you do, this is all based on an idea going into games. As long as you are doing your job, trust that your teammate will do his. That's the key to gap defense. If you don't do it, then you've got guys whoop, you know, and then all of a sudden you're uh, ninety-five yards, and you don't want any whoops against Alvin Kamara.
1: No, you don't. And let's touch on those New Orleans Saints. It's been quite a start to the season down in the Big Easy. They lost Drew Brees for a handful of weeks coming up, but he's actually back throwing a ball again. But it's Teddy Bridgewater's game right now. He's three and zero in relief of Drew Brees in starts, and uh, of course last week broke out for a huge output against Tampa. Alvin Kamara, fourth in the league in scrimmage yards. He's a threat really everywhere all over the field. Michael Thomas is arguably the best receiver in football. And if not, he's right there near the top, uh, leads the league in receptions and receiving yards and all that. But let's start with Kamara because the run game was such a success for Carolina last week. This is a... I, I don't know if he's the same as McCaffrey, but it's more similar to McCaffrey than it would be, say, Derrick Henry. This guy can, uh, is shifty. He can break tackles. He's well, got great balance and everything. Asking some of the defensive guys about him today. I mean, you just got to go take your shot at him because he can make you miss and do some things too.
2: He's the same in the sense that he can hurt you out of the backfield just like Christian McCaffrey can. I would not call Kamara necessarily – when you look at Christian McCaffrey, if if he didn't have the receiving part of his game, he would still be a Pro Bowl All Pro level running back. I think. I don't know that Kamara would be in that conversation mm-hmm. if he wasn't such a dynamic receiver. Um, but guess what? In the NFL these days, if you have a back who do it who who can do what uh, Kamara does, then you're elite no matter where you put the statistics, meaning the difference between Carolina and the Saints is the Saints use Kamara out of the backfield as a receiver, and it's really sort of part of their running game. Uh, McCaffrey is more, if you put him out wide and he's in the route tree, he plays like a wide receiver, and he can get into that. It's a subtle difference, but it's there. Uh, The bottom line is, no matter where you put Kamara's statistics, he is an extremely dangerous player. Who, if 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 you are one on one with him, it's an advantage for him and not you. So, they have to have the same sort of mentality they were supposed to have against uh, McCaffrey, which is a bunch of guys going to the ball, two guys around him when he catches it. Uh, the the nice thing is you know what the game plan is. The concern is they knew what the game plan was last That's week right. and didn't execute That's it. True. So. Uh, this is all going to be a lot of talk all week and there's, and there's going to be a lot of people listening to the talk and saying, well, I, I don't really believe you until I see it. So it is very much a put up week on Sunday. If they put up, you'll have a very pleasant post game show. If they don't, if they we're talking don't. about a trend that's very disturbing.
1: Yeah. And some angry listeners and callers yeah. after the game too. That's that happens. How that would work. JP Shatterick, John Osier, Jaguars happy hour continues. Michael Thomas, the wide receiver, as we mentioned, is right there at the top of the league. And it would be nice if you had your full assortment of defensive backs this week, especially in a matchup like this, the former second-round pick out of Ohio State. Three touchdowns this year, but um, he, he produces, man. I mean, he's only missed 10 balls all year in right. 55 targets. That's a pretty remarkable percentage of catches. Michael Thomas is the truth. There's no doubt.
2: Yeah, he's um... – you always need Jalen, but this is why you drafted Jalen. Because in a game like this, you should be able to, on the in the situations where they play man, which isn't always, but in those situations, the idea would be put Jalen over there and then we'll allow our other three defensive backs and our nickel people to cover the rest of the field. And Michael Thomas in, in that situation would get six catches for 80 yards and have a productive day but not kill you. Uh, when Jalen's not on the field, then you're talking about him being able to kill you, Michael Thomas, and the rest of the guys struggling because they're trying to do things without help that's going over to Jalen's side of the field. So it, it completely changes how you play defense without him. Uh, you know, and you would think if, if he's healthy, Jalen, that this is a game where he would be ultra-motivated He's got one of the best receivers in the NFL on one side, and he's got a guy on the other side of the ball who makes a strong argument for being better than Jalen, which is Lattimore. Yep. So, again, we all here in Jacksonville say that Jalen Ramsey's the best defensive back in football. That's what I believe. But guess what? The people in New Orleans would say the same thing about Lattimore. They have two games to show he's right. He shut down Amari Cooper. He shut down Evans. To me, this would be a game that a healthy Jalen Ramsey comes out with his hair on fire i don't think there's any doubt about yeah. that this so is we'll why you see if sign we get up that. to play
1: this is yeah. this is why right here uh, speaking of Lattimore, obviously a fantastic player on the back end for the new orleans saints they have some pass rush guys too that have been at it for a while cameron jordan's been at it for a long time in this league and is a very successful player marcus davenport relatively new to the league but they can get home and when that defense is rolling they can do a lot of good things down in new orleans big challenge this week
2: yeah and uh, the key. I talked to uh, John DeShazer o- over at New dot uh, com this week at TheSaints.com, dot com, and he made a good point about this team that I think should resonate as you talk about this game all week. The Saints, since Breeze went out, have been able to play exactly as they want to play, meaning they they have had leads with an inexperienced quarterback, which was what Bridgewater really is compared to Breeze. If if you're trying to protect your quarterback or play efficiently with a backup, you would love to never be behind. Well, they really haven't been behind since Breeze left. So as a result, they haven't had to throw a lot. They haven't had to have Bridgewater throwing into, into coverage that knows it's coming. Um, it's imperative on the Jaguars to not have a slow start this week to get ahead. That's always the key, but against a team as good as New Orleans, if you get behind this team, it's tougher to come back than it has been the last couple of weeks, I believe. But if you get ahead of them, it's easy to say right now that the Saints are really, really good because they're 4-1 and and 3-0 and without Breeze. You wonder if they match that same level of performance if you can get ahead of them. I think they turn into a different team, so I think that's key. You wonder if they might take the ball at the start of the game. Just something. Just so they can get the, yeah. If they get it, right. just uh, you know, with the idea of doing something. Yeah. I agree, for the most part, I get a lot of questions about this, but for the most part, I agree. Take the ball to start the second half. These coaches love that. You get a chance to get two possessions straight. But you wonder if if with them falling behind so much, if they can get the opportunity to get the ball early if they would take it. We want the ball, and we're going to score. That's what they'll say at the coin toss.
1: I don't right? know if you say that. No? Yeah. Somebody said that one. <laughs> yeah, they did. It didn't work out <laughs> so did. well yeah. for them. Didn't play. Uh, let's come back in a moment. We'll look around <laughs> the AFC South, preview the games in the division this week, join the Jags and celebrate the NFL's 100th anniversary and the 25th season of Jaguars football this Saturday at the For the Love of Football Fan Fest, powered by Miller Electric from 1 to 7.30 p.m. at Daly's Place. Enjoy photo ops, inflatables, Jags legends making appearances, a roar-free cheer clinic, and much more. Register at Jaguars.com slash FanFest. Back in a moment, Jaguars Happy Hour on a Wednesday on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can
3: step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Jaguars fans, football season is heating up. And there's no better place to cool off on game day than the exalted spot cabanas at TIAA Bank Field. Host up to 50 of your closest friends, family, and colleagues for a one of a kind waterfront experience. Take a dip in the luxurious Exalta Spa. Enjoy the game from relaxing lounge furniture and indulge in all inclusive food and beverage. Go to slash group tickets or call 904 633 2000 and book your cabana today.
1: Jaguar's happy hour presented by the Fields Auto Group on a Wednesday. The Jags and the Saints coming up. The game Sunday presented by the Hannity Auto Group. J.P. Shadrick, John Ogier. What a game it's going to be.
2: I'm fired up for this one, actually. It's, uh, it's got a chance to be a lot of fun. It, yeah. It's it's really sort of the first game since Minshew Mania really took hold. I mean, it was it was sort of fun and sort of hopeful that first week after he had brought him back against the Texans and, you sort of had an idea that something was happening. But I, mean, I'm, I wasn't in the stands, so I don't really know, but you didn't feel like there was a fervor around the kid yet that night. Uh, so this is really the first time, you know. At home, yeah, it is. Yep. We're giving mustaches away and we got the whole, <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, this is the first time you really feel it, like it's gonna be there and uh, and be a real presence. Since there's a belief, I think that, I think the first time he played at home, it was a cool story, and it was all sort of focused on the mustache. Hey, it was cool, the image, the you know, yeah. the aviators. Yeah, yeah. This time, he's got a body of work, and I think maybe you'll feel more fans there feeling the hope that he has infused in it. It's a little more real this time, which is cool.
1: And on Friday, on this free website, jaguars.com, you'll see Ashlyn Sullivan's visit with Gardner mentioned the second in the film room and breaking down some plays from the first few weeks of his NFL career. And that'll be good stuff coming up on Friday. I haven't seen it yet. I, I gotta, we got to wait, wait till Friday. Is it ready yet? Is it even. I I, it even I, I think it is. I
2: mean, cause sometimes that office tends to. <laughs> you wait till the last minute. <laughs> Take a little time, <laughs> eh? Okay. I, but on a serious note, that'll be good. Because it should be. Uh, she does a good job with those, first of all. But uh, Gardner is. is you know, so much smarter and football savvy than I think national people who are just focused on the image really realize. So it'll be cool to give him a chance to sort of show that.
1: AFC South standings coming into week number six. It's uh, shaken a little bit. Not really, actually. The, the order is about the same. The numbers are a little different, obviously. Houston and Indy, Jacksonville and Tennessee, pretty straightforward there. The Jags officially third in the division with a division win. And coming up this week, the games in the division, well, Indy's off this week. The Colts have a bye. Of course, the Saints at the Jaguars, 1 o'clock Sunday here. Texans at the Chiefs at Arrowhead. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff Sunday. And the Titans at the Broncos at Mile High, 425 Eastern time kick. So two tough road environments for the Texans and the Titans this week, and Maybe a chance for the Jags to gain a little ground.
2: Yeah, I got a couple emails last week. I guess because the Texans and the Colts both won. It, it was impressive on some level. I just got some people saying, well, it, it looks like we're not going to win the division this year. It's like, There's 11 games left. It's 3-2, and 2-3. Two, two and three. You still play the Colts twice. You play the Texans in London. Uh, I get that we're going to show the standings because they matter. At this point, uh, play your next five or six games, win a bunch of them, and look how those standings look after that. Just, uh, just go play and worry about the standings coming by late November. Because if you, if you play the way that you feel like you're starting to play, then all that's going to work itself out. There's more than enough time for the wins to take care of themselves and put you where you need to be.
1: Let's get to our players to watch this week. We've touched on a lot of the big picture stories around this team, but each week we pick a couple of key guys to watch in this game on Sunday. I'll start this week. Do that. Miles Jack, pretty obvious one this week after he took a lot of the blame for the missed run assignments last week. You see his numbers there on your screen. You see his career numbers as well as fourth NFL season. And uh, Miles signed that new contract. So, let's see if he can get this defense back on track. He's the defensive captain. He calls the plays. He gets guys in the right place. He's got to get back on track on the defensive side of the ball. So, I think that one's an easy one this week on yeah, the defensive side. He,
2: he uh, hadn't played well. And, you know, a lot of times not playing well for the, for, for these guys at this level, uh, much like Norwell, is uh, you have one or two bad plays, they look awful. And you let – but if one bad play lets in an 84-yard run, or if one bad play is a fumble that you force going back into the quarterback goes the other way, then that's what you're defined by. So tough league, tough break, but that's that's what Miles can't do. And, uh, you know, he last year wanted to come in and really be a playmaker. Uh, at this point, you get the feeling that his best approach is focus on the task at hand, really bear down and make sure you're getting the assignments right and not trying to make too many big plays and just do your job. So uh, that would be the task of all these defensive guys, and Miles as a team captain probably needs to to take the lead on that regard.
1: On the offensive side for me this week, Leonard Fournette. Well, duh, right? I mean, the the guy is a big piece of this offense, but he's put together back-to-back 100-yard games. He's never had three consecutive 100-yard games in his career, in, his, in the NFL at least. And as he goes, a lot of times is how this offense is going to go. I don't think you want Gardner Minshew to have to drop back 51 times like he did last week. He nah. had 44 passes and seven runs, the quarterback did. So if you can maintain the running game and stick with it, as we've said over the weeks here, then Leonard at least feels like he's running the <laughs> right way when when he's running right at the line. Can he continue that this is a big question mark, and that's, that's my one of my picks.
2: Yeah, and I think, I think he can. I think he'll continue playing like he's playing, which is how he has to play. I don't think he's ever going to be a you know seven yards, make people miss eight or nine plays in a row guy, but he can certainly do what he has been doing, which is running with incredible effort, taking what is there, and getting a lot of yards after contact. A stat you just threw out really uh, jumped out at me about Minshew dropping 51 times and maybe a handful of plays where you thought, okay, this is kind of getting away from him, shouldn't have made this decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Coaches you know, spend all week doing whatever they can not to have a rookie quarterback with the ball in his hands by the line of scrimmage that much. Uh, he handled it impeccably against a very, very good defense and never felt out of control one more reason why you think the kid's for real. Who are your guys to watch I have uh, Calais Campbell's Guess one. Yes, you do. And, uh, mainly because I thought on Monday that he really, uh, after a tough defensive effort, which there were a couple of plays that he had that he didn't make that he was a part of, maybe the first time since he's been here where really sort of making a statement. When he made the comment about, uh, if I was Kamara, I'd be licking my chops about this defense um that felt to me like i'm gonna make sure that people are aware that we need to get better meaning even some of the teammates because that's kind of comment that obviously he's a veteran he knows what's going to get written and what talked about it it felt like a little bit of a challenge to himself and this defensive uh you know what it, i've been saying all along we've got to be better than that right now we don't look better than what we're playing and uh we need to prove it. So I think it's a big game uh, for him on the field a little bit, but, but basically a, as defensive captain, him and Miles are responsible with the coaches for getting this thing right. So you got the feeling that was, that, that was what that was about. And uh, my other one's Ronnie Harrison. who went Do uh, double
1: defense. I like
2: it. Well, it's uh, – It's the story of the week. Yeah, if you're watching for stuff this week, it's defense. And, you know, the safeties, it was a big question going into the season. There are a lot of questions going into the season. So many have been answered positively on offense. Uh, But people question the linebackers and safeties on this defense, and right now Ronnie, the rest of the – you know, Jared Wilson, guys in the back seven overall, uh, there's a target this week. They need to play better, and, you know, a lot of times if you miss an assignment on defense, it gets overlooked. This week, if these guys get out of a gap and there's a big play, it's going to be talked about. It's, it's a big issue. And uh, Ronnie, along with four or five guys in the back seven, need to play better.
1: There you have it. Our players to watch. I had Miles Jack and Leonard Fournette. Johnny
2: had Calais Campbell and Ronnie Harrison for the Jags against the Saints. Big week for a lot. I mean, it, it feels like with the defense that uh, 2017 2018 are over. You know, I mean, Obviously, they are. But even within the, the image of this team, uh, this is a chance against a very good Saints offense. You come out and play like you're capable of, all of a sudden the waters calm down a little bit. Yeah, but they are a team that's capable of doing just what Carolina did to you. So it's big. About to get busy again at Daly's Place in about a week from
1: now. Zach Brown coming up October 17th. Chicago October 18th. Young Thug and Machine Gun Kelly October 19th. Bastille, October 26th. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. I'm told this is Chicago. All right, it's color my world. Yeah. Okay, it's a little before my time.
2: Before my time. <laughs> Apparently not yours. <laughs> uh, back in
1: a moment, Jimmy Luck. It's not before his time either. He joins us, head equipment manager. He'll unveil the uniforms the Jags will wear Sunday at home. Against New Orleans Saints, it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Fields Auto Group on the Jaguars Digital Network.
2: As time goes on.
3: You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com and don't forget to follow on Facebook where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's deliciously Duvall.
1: Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides a creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Jaguar's happy hour presented by the Fields Auto Group continues. That music each week means it's time for Jimmy Lock, Head Equipment Manager, to join us. What's up, Jimmy? What's happening? How are
2: you? We're great. Ready for some more football this week. Man. Home game
5: home game yeah it feels like it's been a while since we had one
2: and the hat has significance right
5: it's uh our uh, yeah this is a um the anniversary game by a bunch of alumni here this weekend so that's what uh i'm not handing them out okay. Ooh, <laughs> they <laughs> might i don't know whoa <laughs> i haven't been told to <laughs> you aren't on the list so. yet there. No, i guess, not. John, I
1: guess. Uh, that's, uh, it's always a fun thing though all the alumni guys will be in mm-hmm. this week for all the the homecoming weekend festivities and everything happening and You know, this franchise is one of the two youngest in the league. Well, 25. No, I'm sorry. Houston, obviously. And Cleveland. Uh, They're second and third. If you count Cleveland, too. So they're third and fourth. (laughs) Either way. Getting further away from Either way, uh, there is still – it's a great history here, man. (laughs) Some great old players. It's fun to see those guys come back. Yeah, it is
5: cool. There's a couple guys that – even though I haven't been here that long, there was a few guys we had in Atlanta uh, when I was there that, that came from Jacksonville. See some of those guys. Joe Zelenka. Um, you know, uh, I'm trying. To think. Mike uh, <laughs> Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he was, yeah. yeah, he was, and Grady Jackson. I don't know that Grady will be here, but uh, there's a few guys. So, but uh, it was good. Um, also, trying to get ready my Halloween costume as Freddie Kitchens. Okay. Everybody think about that. It's right like around that, the corner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that'll work. I think I'll go to London dressed as Freddie. Why not? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, the dog pound sweatshirt yeah. and the whole deal. It could yeah. work. My double chin, all that. So It'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so, it is homecoming weekend. Um, what are the Jaguars going to wear? I have an, I have an idea, <laughs> considering it's homecoming weekend and what this combination might be. But are you yeah.
5: ready to unveil? Yeah, we're ready to do it here. So, we're going to go with the, the white pants. White pants at home. Okay. And we'll go with the teal uh, jerseys. Oh,
1: yeah. The teal jerseys over the white pants yeah. for the Jaguars uh,
5: little- Sunday <laughs> A little Dee Dee there. He's uh, kind of been quietly under the radar having some. Uh, Played well. Played well. You know, there's a couple guys that are a little more famous right now because of him, but Dee Dee's a good dude and he takes care of us. And we're on the street. He's getting us a go-kart. For? For the equipment room. Just for? Just first to ride around just the stadium. To, just to ride around. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Why not? So that's, we got Dee, Dee here. Show him a little bit of love. Oh, where do I get it. on his list? I want to be yeah. friends with him. <laughs> I don't know. We got the early album release that. from him too. He's
1: dropping an album supposedly, and
2: okay. he
5: gives us a little song here and there. It's, it's good stuff.
1: Uh, can we? Uh, maybe we need to unveil that on this show. <laughs> That's what we need, <laughs> D.D. Come on. I
5: don't know it's kind of underground right now. He says so, but
1: well, you you need to go
2: <laughs> mainstream. Right, <if> you <laughs> so pull it down the
5: expressway. Let's go above ground. All right, exactly. I'll push him to see if we can do that.
2: That would be great. Bring yeah, him on with you. This. Teal this
1: weekend. Yeah, it, teal on homecoming good. weekend. That's what it's about, oh, it's right? be. So, that's right. Good stuff, Jimmy. Always good to see you. All Thanks. right. Appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks for having Thanks. me. All right. All right look look for the hats all weekend, the yep. alumni guys. And look for the teal <laughs> over the white. The Jaguars this Sunday against the New Orleans Saints. We're back in a moment. DJ Chark scheduled to join us along with Chris Conley, our regular co-host. They'll be wearing that teal over the white as the Jags host the Saints this Sunday. The game Presented by the Hanania Auto Group. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour from the Jaguars Digital Network.
3: You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group. Proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars.
4: Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
1: Welcome back Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Fields Auto Group. J.P. Shadrick, John Ozier, and our regular co-host wide receiver Chris Conley. What's up Chris? What's going on? Good to be back here in the house. Back at home this
6: week finally. I know playing on the road for a little while. Uh, But it's good to be here. Good to be here and be back and joined by the young, you know, blossoming star himself DJ Chark got him here today to ask him a couple questions. He's a little nervous.
7: Man, he, was, he was a little nervous what? on his way over here. You're never nervous. Because yeah. I'm in a room with him, and I don't know what questions he's asking. <laughs>
2: now, this might be a tough get. I mean, three weeks ago, this would have been an easy guy to get. Yeah, but yeah, uh, now he's a superstar. Wedding superstar might have been tough. Oh, to pay man, him yeah. Pay? yeah.
6: Yeah, he's asking for royalties. Right. <laughs> uh, he already asked me for a cut of this right now. you know, it's, I had to get him on this week because, you know, in a couple of weeks from a couple now, weeks he be won't done. be available. No, he, he available.
7: never really invited me. This is the first time I'm invited, so... <laughs> Well, you know, I had to see him do something first. Mm. Nice oh, wow. Then, <laughs> now mm. we got him. <laughs>
1: awesome. Uh, but, hey, it's an unbelievable start. Well, it's not really unbelievable to you, right? I mean, you knew you kind of had this in you. But this is compared to what happened last season. How did you – is it a different motivation now? Is it just experience? Are balls just coming your way more often? How uh, I, you think,
7: it? I think it's all, all of it. Um, last year took some time off. And in off offseason, I trained pretty hard, hit the playbook way harder um, this year. Um, guys like Chris and Nick helped me out a lot, honestly. Uh, I tell them that all the time. Uh, and just maturing, things like that. And uh, having a focus and a plan uh, instead of just going out there and you know trying to use athletic ability. Yeah.
2: Did you sense before the season that you were ready for something like this, or had you kind of shown yourself each week? Uh, uh, where you can go.
7: Uh, before the season, my thing, my goal was to move into a role where my team can count on me, okay. and uh, I wanted other teams to, uh, you know, take notice. And that was the biggest thing. It wasn't really about um stats or anything. It was just having an impact on the field, mm-hmm. and I think that's what uh, I've been doing this year. You know, just trying to make sure that my teammates can count on me and be consistent with that, and making sure that. Going into uh, the game, the other team uh, is taking notice. That's
6: that's one of the things that we talk about a lot.
7: We actually talk about uh, accountability a lot in our room. And
6: my question to you would be, knowing that there is that level of accountability in our room and there's that need for plays from our team, and knowing that now you're on every team's radar and that they know that you're the guy who's going to get the ball, how does that how does that affect your approach to each week, knowing that defenses know you're there,
7: but you still got to be accountable to this team and in our room needing those plays from you? Uh, I do have a, a lot of faith in, in Flip, you know, when he's calling plays. So I leave the scheming and things like that to them. Uh, I just focus on, you know, running great routes, getting open, making the play, things like that. And I know if it uh, gets to a point where, you know, the defensive scheme is to take me away, then we have great receivers, you know. Uh, I'm the young one, you know. Uh, people uh, have to also realize we got Chris and Dee, Dee and Keys and Cole, you know. So it really doesn't bother me at all because if you do that, then it's going to make the job even easier for our offense, I feel like. So, uh, you know, I'm. I think we're going to be pretty okay this year.
2: I have a question for the veteran about the young guy size he's got, and speed he's obviously got. Mm-hmm. Give me something about DJ that maybe the average fan doesn't see that's allowing him to do what he's doing right now.
6: Um, you know, I think there's a, there's a level of comfortability that DJ has grown into over the course of this year. Uh, he's, always been, he's always been a raw athletic talent. Mm-hmm. You know, from day one when I came in here uh, and, and I signed with the team, uh, they pulled me aside and said, hey, we got this guy. His name's DJ. Uh, we, want you to, we want you to keep an eye out on him mm-hmm. and, and work with him. And I think from, from day one, I noticed that he was really athletically talented. Uh, and that's, that's half the battle in this game and at this position. But one of the things that DJ, uh, you know, I don't want to blow too much smoke his way. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that DJ has really impressed me with is his ability to come in, even with some success, mm-hmm. and to be hungry for more to learn. Uh, to work and get better. And not you know, everybody we, has that. Not everybody yeah. has that. You know, you, we live in uh, the age of prima donna receivers who have some good games, and then they don't want to practice anymore. Have some good games, they don't want to watch film anymore. Have some good games, and they don't want to be criticized. But DJ has come in, and he's asked for that criticism. He's asked for the reps so that he can work to get better. He's asked me a lot of questions, and that's something that makes me proud but lets me know that he's going to continue to grow He's going to continue to get better if he keeps approaching the game with that mindset and allows the game to come to him as it goes.
2: Do we open it up now and allow Chris to just I, hammer well, DJs? Right? We, we <laughs> could do that or that or vice next? versa. You could you <laughs> start hammering him if oh, you'd like. I mean, oh, so, <laughs> see, look, <laughs> that's what
6: happens when you make a couple plays. <laughs> then it's it's my – I'm the captain now. <laughs> right.
1: Well, somebody's going to take the helm here. So, uh, DJ, you want to – you got some questions? Oh, you got a question for Bradley?
6: me? You got a question for me? Let me know. Come on. What's your question? This is, this is your moment. Don't, uh, don't spoil it.
7: Oh, he's on the spot now, Chris. Uh, I do have a question. Mm-mm. Mm, that's not a question. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> no, no question. It was more of a
1: statement. Oh, a statement? Well, you can make a statement. You uh, make statements.
2: To I,
7: say I say got that? a
6: question. What's up? I got a question for him. What is LSU going to do with Florida? Oh, easy dog. Oh, easy wow. dub. Saturday night in Baton easy Rouge, dub. right, DJ? I mean, don't, don't I'm glad you said that because we have a lot touchdowns. of Florida fans who watch these shows. Two touchdowns? And you heard it. You at heard least it. by two. Two at touchdowns?
7: Oh, at least two. If, it, if, it's, if you don't win by two, I'd be upset. Oh, you'll be upset if it's
1: a 10-point? Uh, it
7: shouldn't be 10-point.
1: It should be 14 or more, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay, more serious questions. More serious
6: questions. Question. He so, took that one pretty serious. Well, yeah, he, he yeah, did. I took that serious. He did. Yeah. He's but ready. We'll see if at, at least 14. Seriously. Um coming you're from Alexandria, mm-hmm. Louisiana. Not not a super small town. You guys have a mall. They have a mall in Alexandria. And mm-hmm. a Walmart. They but... have at least they have at least <laughs> 5 lights, you know, and stop signs. <laughs>
4: yeah.
6: Um going from Alexandria to LSU finding some success late in your career your senior year and really having some explosive plays and explosive numbers transitioning to somewhere like Jacksonville and then in your second year really becoming a face on a team where everyone notices you everyone you know expects big things from you how how has that affected you mentally cuz i know i know you're a guy who approaches who approaches his work day and you know you come to work to work yeah and you have you have great relationships in the locker rooms. How how has this affected you mentally moving moving on into this year? Because you're you're early on in your career.
7: Right yeah, now. Uh, LSU, you know, you got a little a little bit of it. Raring seven was a big deal, you know. But now, uh, you know, it's always social media type thing. So I don't I don't even have Twitter on my phone. Um, I feel like Twitter is a little too personal. You know, anybody can reach out to you and have a legit conversation with you even if you don't respond and you see it. So uh, I don't have Twitter, but I usually, it's flattering, you know, it's flattering, but I am very personal and I do like uh, privacy. So a lot of times I'm at home, or if my family is in town, you know, I might go out uh, on the city uh, with my family and things like that, but a lot of times I'm at home. uh, But I do, enjoy, you know, being with my team. So anytime it's anything to do with the team, like the movie night or anything like that, I'm definitely gonna attend and that's fun for me. Or doing stuff like in the community on Tuesdays, that's pretty cool, but uh, it's still kind of weird, you know, walking into Publix or something and you're not sure if anybody notice you, but sometimes, most of the time well, they, they do. Yeah. They so they they notice. Yeah, so that's different. That's something that I'm adjusting to. But uh, it hasn't been too bad. A lot of the fans here are really respectful. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: That's cool. That's...
2: now I have two questions. I mean you know, Go for it. You roomed with Leonard Fournette uh, yeah. in college. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> gotta be a whole thing. <laughs> that, that's but, gotta be uh, What was that like and does he ever turn it off? Meaning all of the stuff all the teasing, all that I mean, is he ever just normal? Or is he always what we see in the okay, locker room he's okay, getting everybody agree. Okay.
7: If it's a pie chart, normal <laughs> would be 15%. Okay. Fifteen percent. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen percent, and everything that you see, is him for the rest of the. Wow. Every, like you come. So home, he's high energy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Now he have his times where you come in the house and you like, oh, he don't want to be bothered. That's when you bother him because <laughs> every time <laughs> we, you know, just chilling, he don't stop. Doesn't really care if you're in the mood or not. going to go. So whenever he's not in the mood, it's the times that I tend to get under his skin the most.
1: Right. That's fantastic Now, stuff.
2: Uh, Jimmy Luck was just in here, and you know, there's a lot of theme music around you. There's Jaws. There's the Shark Baby. There's DJ all that stuff. Shark, do, now, do, 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 DJ
6: shark, the do, word is you don't like
2: this. I didn't mean to bring DJ that up, but sort of. But you prefer the Jaws theme, right? Is that your? Yeah. Set honestly, the record straight.
7: Honestly, I didn't know about the you know the baby uh shark song. DJ I didn't know that until shark. last night, my <laughs> <laughs> kids started doing it. Yeah, yeah, I found that out shark. last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's cool, you know, it's cool. It's it's cool that you can just insert, you know, my last name like that. But <laughs> <laughs> it don't really give off the image that I want, you know, you know, I'm kid friendly. I think it's a great I'm image. I'm kid friendly, but the cornerback in front of me singing the, you know,
6: just, you know, when you okay. burn him for an 80-yard touchdown, start singing Baby Shark and just humiliate right. him. You
7: or look, it can be like Jaws and boom, yeah. it just happened. Yeah. You know what we I'm saying? We need a bigger I still, for DJ, I still
6: right? vote for DJ Shark. I'm cool with either do, one, do, honestly. Do, do,
7: do, do.
1: You know, as long as you are playing songs for you, that means you're doing well, right. you know? That's true. That's what it means. That's true. Which is positive. Speaking of, like, water and sharks and all that, last year – I went with you when you were taking swimming lessons at yeah. the YMCA, Are, and you're now
7: giving lessons? Is that accurate? Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. Uh, I've went back a few times you know, to help out, and uh, I like it, I enjoy it, it's something different. It was something that <laughs> I could get away from football yeah. and enjoy you know, time with you know, kids and people that go to the YMCA and things like that. That's cool, now so
6: would you say you swim like a fish?
7: Not at all. Uh, like, that's why I, w- I won't go surfing with you, because... Ugh. Tragic.
1: That was going to be my next question. Are you confident enough in the ocean?
7: I don't think I belong in the ocean, you know? So I, if I'm just dropped there, I feel like I can, depend on how far I am away from the shore, I can get back. So
6: what you're saying is if we were in a wave pool, you would go surf with us?
7: It's a wave pool at Blue Bayou, and it scares me. So I don't know, but that was before I, that was before I knew how to swim. So I don't know. I haven't been in one since, but, but we'll find a way
2: he could surf clearly. Yeah, he I mean, could he be he,
6: he would be good, you know, and he, he could learn things fast. He could pick it up quickly. It's just, you know, we got to get over this, this fear of being on a board out in the water. Oh,
2: you're not going to get me over that. No, no. I'm we've talked about this be before. Be I mean, you're that. the
6: visiting team. When you go in the ocean, you are the visiting team. It's okay. We go in other people's houses and we, you know, we aim
7: to take over. To win games, not right. to die. <laughs> 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 Trying to win, not get bit by a shark. Or right?
6: Ah, oh, come on, don't you're you're that. you are DJ Shark. Don't you should that. be. Okay. You, you'll be fine. I gotta they
7: don't ask you, DJ. Like that.
2: This is a time in your career where you're coming into your own. Are you enjoying it? Are you having? I mean, are you having fun this season? And are you aware of? You know, actually, what yeah,
7: you're doing? I am because this year, like like I said earlier, the people that we brought in this year has helped me out a lot, not only in football, but just growing, you know. um, If I could be like Nick Foles, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd be a wonderful person as well as Chris. Uh, We brought in a lot of people that was very influential to me, you know, and I don't really just speak on it a lot, but that helped me grow as a person. I think that's also helped me. When it comes to football, you know, last year I was, felt like I was more of a, you know, I was joking a lot, Mm -hmm. but I didn't take the game as serious and I didn't take what I did when I left the facility as serious. And now just meeting people to see levels of success, how they did it, and still enjoying, you know, the small things in life opposed to, you know, trying to be on ESPN, the face of the camera and things like that, that helped me out a lot. Definitely to say it's only my second year.
1: Final thoughts here, uh, Chris, game this week. I mean, the offense is, is moving the ball. I mean, you guys had 500 yards offense last week, for goodness sakes. That is the positive part of this thing. But it would be nice to, to get an early lead in a game and work with a lead as a football
6: yeah. team, right? I think right now, you know, big focus for us this week is, is offensively we got to eliminate turnovers. we got to be smart with the ball. Whenever you have the ball, it's precious, especially with teams that can go down the field and score, just like Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints. You know, they have a lot of guys who are explosive on that offense. Uh, and Michael Thomas and and just the way that they move with the ball, we have to protect the football when we have it. Uh, And then I think on a positive note, one of the positive things that we had out of this weekend is there was no pointing fingers. You know, you come in the the locker room, everyone says, hey, I got to do better. I have to study more. I have to let my practice during the week translate into the game. I have to let that success happen. Uh, You know, there wasn't any pointing on defense, offense, special teams. It was everyone saying, hey, I got to be better. But this week, you know, we have it's a big challenge in front of us, and like I said many times on here, we don't step down from a challenge. We're real, we're excited about it, but it is it is going to be in you know a first class example of us having to get the little things right. We got to do the little things right this week, then we got a shot.
2: Saints fan growing up, definitely, definitely, definitely.
7: okay, big time.
2: And uh, <laughs> Breeze was there the whole time. So it's still... no, no, no,
7: Aaron Brooks. Oh okay, Aaron got Bro- yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay, got real you, Saints got fan not that's fair okay post Super Bowl okay. you know wow. Not this week though No nah, not at all no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to lie once I got to 11 12 grade mainly college I started watching NFL so I mean I was a fan of the Saints right. from growing up but I wasn't like tuning in every Sunday cuz
6: but then when he got to college he became a Jax fan yeah, and, yeah. he it, talks to me about this all did. the time. He was a yeah. Jags fan as soon as he got to college. I actually
7: was, I actually did you know, watch the Jags because uh, Leonard and uh, Jalen, well, Jalen was very entertaining, you know, so. <laughs> Still, <laughs> Still yeah. is, actually. Yeah, so I actually did start watching the Jags a little more. And now he watches the Jags for himself.
2: Right.
7: You know, he puts on the highlights. Now I watch, like, oh yeah. look, it's me. I watch it oh. on now my iPad. Now others watch the Jags
2: because of you. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. About that I look That's great. pretty cool, pretty cool. <laughs> Good stuff,
1: guys. Um, good luck to you this week. Let's get a win here at home on, on Homecoming Weekend. Has Keenan talked about the old days this week? Uh no? n- he hasn't, but he was really he wanted to come and be on the
6: show today. They had a staff meeting, so he couldn't make it, but he is now he's all he's all about it and he wants to find a way to to make it. <laughs> I might have come and just watched this show from
7: the,
2: ca- oh, the couch. Trust me, in. he loves
6: the
7: camera.
2: Yeah, Love he could it. still play, just ask him. Oh no! He'll, <laughs> he'll I'm, sure, that, I'm
7: sure. I'm yeah. sure
1: when we get him on here, he'll talk
6: about that. I saw that him do a drill
7: time. last year and messed up his calf muscle. So <laughs> that's know. true.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> that's true. DJ, good to see you. Congrats, and let's keep it going, man. Uh, yeah. Great job, Chris, DJ. Great job as always, man. Thank you. Let's uh, let's get a W this week. Chris Conley, DJ Shark Jr., John Osier Thanks to uh, Jimmy Luck as well. I'm JP Shatter. Thanks to our entire crew. Thank you for watching Jaguars Happy, Happy Hour presented Char- by the Fields Auto Group from the Jaguars Digital Network
6: that's a big
1: that's a bad
5: off song.